2: sans pants radio australia's
3: most biased podcast network welcome to how good's footy a weekly afl podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all i'm Carney. i'm Tom, and i'm douche boys how good's footy here we go here we go here we go, here we go, here we go.
2: Sean, it's how back. good is the promise of footy? Because uh, in less than two weeks, the first game of round two <laughs> is here. It is ridiculous that we are not starting the season again. Like, I get it on one hand, but on the other hand, it does not feel like the same year. No. <laughs> and, and players, like, one one, so there's like kind of two things. Players who were ready to go then had to, like, do nothing. And players who were not training are now, like... Back in the side. Yeah.
3: I can't. Well, what about Steph Martin? Steph Martin did his PCL, which I think is like an eight to 10 week injury. Yeah. And he's probably the first man to ever do a PCL and not miss a game of footy. He's going to be back <laughs>
2: around two. <soon>. That's <laughs> fucked. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, it's just <laughs> We like- had, like, Kola Jasny who had hip surgery in the off-season, and I think they're like, oh, he's going to miss six to eight weeks, he'll be mid-year at best. He's going to play. Round, Round two. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's just going to be... I'm so excited for the team selections, uh, because we got a lot... We got... Okay, so for anyone who has missed any of this, because we are your only source of AFL media, and despite us promising that we we're going to come back and do episodes in, uh... Isolation. Guess what? Isolation's hard and we had nothing to talk about, so we didn't do it. And this is an apology. But anyway, if this is the first you're hearing of it, we've got round two, three, four, and five confirmed. And I guess they're only confirming it that far because it's almost inevitable that a player is gonna get coronavirus and that the season will be suspended again. But, but also they exciting. might like restrictions may ease, so they may, you know, all the teams that have moved to Queensland may be able to go back to their home states. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Sean, uh, they're going to be zero and four at the end of that. No one's winning at the Gabba tour. Well, you never know. How many
3: games last year do you guys remember were like reasonably close at the Gabba and the crowd won it for Brisbane? Jesus, because we're in the entertainment business and everyone we're entertaining is going to be watching from home. The boys won't be able to feel it.
2: Ah, uh, sure oh, they will, Sean. Yeah. They're going to step yeah. out onto the ground. They're going to feel that Brisbane heat and they're going to be like, "Fuck me, we're back." <laughs>
3: Did I send you that thing that Charlie Cameron said where he was like, yes, um, yes. normally we rely on the crowd to pump the boys up, but with no crowd, I'm just going to have to pump the boys up. I love it. Prepare for a He's lot of motorbikes. 10 goals in the first quarter and everyone's just going to lift. Do you know what I He's reckon? He's actually we'll-
2: going to break both wrists revving the motorbike too hard. He's going to get RSI. Do you reckon they'll let him park his
3: motorbike next to the ground? Oh, for sure. Or in the goal square? <laughs> Take yeah, hands over his course. motorbike.
2: Do you know what I reckon is going to absolutely happen? Look, this is a very specific reference to an internet video of a soccer game. But um, I have a feeling that we're going to see someone kick a goal, run in, jump over the fence, and then sit on the chair and clap themselves. A soccer oh. player did that once, <laughs> and it was huge. Oh. Yeah, I, I feel like the people are going to get real silly. By people, I mean it's AFL t- players.
3: It'll take some swagger gonna be- to, to pull that off.
2: I'm trying to think, is it going to be like someone like Xavier Dersmer from Port Adelaide, the bow and arrow kid? Oh. Uh, I reckon Charlie Cameron might fucking ride his motorbike through the goals, jump the fence, <laughs> do a fucking mono in the crowd. <laughs> do you know what, though? Right, this sounds a bit left of field. Mm. It does sound like something that the milkman would do. <laughs> <laughs> I just- no, Tom. He'll Tom. He'll lean over
3: the fence, and there'll be like a glass of milk there, and he'll just polish it off. <laughs> a cup of
2: tea. He'll have a sip, dip a bicky in, have a munch. Throw some ham to his new teammate, Josh Jenkins. <laughs> I hope that I just want like chaos. I just it just feels like the, the players are going to feel real weird, and like we, I mean, we saw it in round one when like crowds weren't allowed into the games. Like accuracy and stuff like that went through the roof because I guess there was less pressure. Because, like, you weren't kicking into like people booing or screaming at you; you were just kicking a goal. Or rather, uh,
3: Daniel McStay is going to kick two hundred this year.
2: Yeah, fucking out
3: in in sixteen remaining games, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: plus uh, finals, plus finals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so Tom, you will probably know this a little better than us because you uh, have a bit more of an insight. But do you know what the planned date for the AFL Grand Final is, or are they not talking past round five currently? Uh, Well, I think it'll be 17 rounds from now. So the finals will go ahead (laughs) into October. (laughs) Thank you for that insight. So, uh, no, well, obviously, actually, you know what? That was dumb of me because if it goes off without a hitch, then obviously it's just going to, they're going to start round two. Yeah. Hearing pushes that it might be even, they're going to trial a night grand final because no one will be able to go. Uh, Tom, can you
3: confirm that the grand final will definitely be at the MCG?
2: Uh oh! oh. So that's interesting. No, no, no. So hear me out. So I know Fuck. That, Um the juicy. Cup. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> Let me hype this up. Whoa! No, no this isn't. <laughs> Fucking hell! No, this what's this? This is, is breaking news. This isn't breaking news. <laughs> Don't get me fired, you fuckhead. Oh
3: shit. <laughs> Joel, Tom's been this fired. Is just,
2: oh, this is <laughs> fuck. The first ever podcast that's resulted in someone losing their jobs on the Sandspence Radio Network was caused by Tom's big fucking mouth. We should have seen it coming. He's going to go back to prison. We're going to send him back <laughs> you know to what? prison. We, we, should have, we should have absolutely seen this coming. Although, surprisingly, the fact that it's this show and not the fucking show, you're, any of the shows you're regularly on, douche show is incredible. <laughs> I'm surprised... So um, well, yeah, I thought that someone was going to get fired from this podcast, and I always thought it was going to be you, Tom, but I thought you were going to get fired from podcasting, not from your actual job. <laughs> Anyway, what were you saying? No, Get no, it out. No, all I know is, this is this is purely speculative. This is just me <laughs> doing my math brain. So, I know that contractually, the MCG was hosting uh, the men's cricket World Cup fi- like matches in October. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which won't be happening. Well, so there's the thing that hasn't been ruled out yet, but. But you can't see them playing an international cricket tournament when no one can travel anywhere. Mm. So if Cricket Australia relinquish their hold on the stadium for October, then it frees it up for the AFL to come in and play games there, which I imagine is what will happen. I I just don't see international cricket happening. Yeah, hey. I just don't. That is juicy, Goss. Uh, You heard it here first. Tom speculates that the ICC World Cup won't happen due to COVID-19. It's meant to take well, yeah, place. The fucking and, like, Olympics aren't happening. Like,
3: you know. RIP Tom's job. <laughs> uh,
2: nah, f- this is all speculation. None of this is anything I've heard from work or anything at all. I just know that Tusha. we are hosting those matches. Tusha.
3: you should fire Tom as well. Kick him while he's down.
2: Oh, yeah. Sean, you're safe as houses. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's been a really... Fucking weird period for footy, obviously, with it not happening. But there was a lot of news really early on. Like, we're getting new stuff every single day. And then all of a sudden, everything just kind of, like, stopped. And then we had this big announcement of, like, rounds two to five. But then even after that, kind of just stopped again. Well, I think what we should do is, for anyone who we are the only source of football information that you get on a regular basis. One, fuck, you're an idiot. Um, Two... Uh, we might just recap... Tom, you're fired for being rude to our fans. <laughs> there are so much better ways to get information You used than to be a us. trusted brand, mate. We're not a trusted brand. We get the names of players and things wrong all the time. I can't even remember a statistic to save myself. Uh, but hey, don't worry. Don't rely on memory, Tom. You just make them up and then say them with confidence. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, but no, do we want to just sort of recap what the last couple of weeks have looked like in terms of what they've announced who's relocated, um, what other things they're doing. Like, you know, for example, the fact that the players, I think, have to get a like a test twice a week. Well, yeah, that makes before sense. Before they can but play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, absolutely. They, uh, they're unpleasant. They go in your nose, into your brain hole. Yeah. Have you either of you had the test? No, nah, I haven't. I have. Oof. Oof. Results. Boys, I've got it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm I'm good. It's part of that whole when they were doing all the tests for everybody, doing a big wave of tests, Um and we're just doing them in, like, car parks of, like, Bunnings. Oh, they still are. Yeah. Can I just say, boys, it's, it's awful. It feels it bad, it's, it's but no it's fun. good to know that it you're healthy, bad. and everyone should get the test. I tell you what, if I was a footballer, i look back, if I'm, put it this way, if I'm David Zaharakis, I look back in fondness to win Essendon, we're getting 400 million injections as opposed to having a scalpel put in my nose mm. twice a week. But, yeah, so in case you've missed it, uh, so they've announced the, f- the rounds two to five taking place. Um, the big thing is the Victorian teams and New South Wales and Queensland, basically all the teams on the east coast of Australia are fine um, because restriction travel restrictions amongst those states, still uh, between Victoria and New South Wales, um, are not strict. There's no sort of lockdown quarantine thing. However, South Australia and Western Australia are both completely locked down Mm -hmm. still. You need to do a 14-day quarantine if you travel into those states. So to alleviate the hassle of the travel into those states, the two West Australian teams and the two South Australian teams have relocated to the Gold Coast. Um, I believe Freo and West Coast are heading over there this week but Adelaide and Port Adelaide will wait um, because they've got the showdown as their, their first game back. So they'll be able to stay in Adelaide and then move after the showdown. Oh, so they're not relocating until after round two. Correct. Yes. That's big. That sounds Also, right. a showdown with no crowd. Hmm.
3: Yeah. If you heard they're angry that they're sharing a hotel.
2: Adelaide and Port.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Children. Co- it's- Koshy cracked it.
2: Well, did he crack it or is it a bit of fun? You know, is no, he cracked of- it.
3: He was like, look, we respect them. We just don't like them. I don't want to be
2: near them. <laughs> I mean, he's got to share a hotel with Tex. Uh, I will yeah. point out though that Koshy won't be sharing a hotel with anyone. There is no way in hell that he is uh, staying in a hotel with the players.
3: Well, you wouldn't think he'd be traveling. Like they're trying to make it just literally essential people traveling.
2: Yeah, yeah. and so families Koshi I believe can, are going with can them. Fuck off! Yeah, 2.0. and our families going. Ooh, that's yep. a good question. Yes. More wow. breaking news from Tom.
3: Tom, is that confirmed or is that a Tom theory?
2: I'm pretty sure it's confirmed because I'm pretty Tom sure theory. the places they're That's staying at theory. are like golf resorts. No, no, the places they're staying are at like big golf resorts. So they basically have like large amounts of space for family members to come with them.
3: Mm, I think they're staying at golf resorts anyway because the resorts offered to put the teams up, probably for money. I'm pretty sure families are with them. It wouldn't surprise me, but we also cannot confirm that because we don't know 100% and <laughs> no, we're not going to
2: trust Tom. How come? How come you're not going to trust me on that, but you're going to trust me on something even more wildly speculative? Because with this, because yeah, that was juice. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> this one, we said, is it fact or is it speculation? And you said, well, uh, I'm pretty sure.
3: <laughs> you armed Denard a bit, and that was enough for us to be like, whoa, bullshit!"
2: Yeah, um, I armed Denard before as well. This is tell you what I haven't missed about this show: being personally attacked by my two good friends. Mm. <laughs> You get a microphone in front of both of you and you both just turn into assholes. It's
3: real fun. Look, Tom, obviously Joel and I are just huge supporters of Damien Barrett and we didn't really like you coming after him on Twitter.
2: Oh yeah, Tom, that's more breaking news we have. (laughs) Breaking news. uh, I joined joined an elite club this week, boys. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) And uh, what club was that? Sean, it feels good, mate. (laughs) Uh, It's the club. Well, actually it wasn't this week, it was last week, but I joined the club of being blocked by Damien Barrett on Twitter. Yep. Um... Although, I will say, I didn't go as hard as you did. I was pretty reasonable, and it just no shows how much of a thin-skinned dead <laughs> shit he is. <laughs> let's do something here, because I've, uh, I've got Sean's offending tweet, and we'll, let's see which one is actually worse. So, uh, All right. this is the tweet that got you blocked, Sean. And funnily enough, uh, you went after him for a sliding doors segment, something that you fucking still <laughs> cannot stand. So, in 2018, uh, Damien Barrett ran... A sliding doors segment that featured this about the Western Bulldogs. So you didn't even go after him about a Brisbane thing. Mm-hmm. If you try really hard, Bevo, then you could probably read something into this too. Uh, and, and this was following on the heels of him having veiled cracks at Tom Boyd's fake mental health problems. And oh, what a surprise. Boyd is now retired because of a mental health reason. And then you retweeted with the comment. Can I ever go at reading into this at Barrett Damien? A media parasite fails to expand on the uh, inflammatory garbage he wrote last week and instead plays victim while continuing to take petty shots. Side note, Brisbane don't want you on their bandwagon, you negative wanker. Hashtag AFL.
3: Was that what got me banned? Yep. I always thought I called him a cunt.
2: No, you called him a parasite.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, you did that on my tweet.
2: Which he wouldn't have seen. That's disappointing. So I
3: didn't even go that hard then.
2: Yeah. Like oh. <laughs> well, okay. Now let's do a comparison. That was your one. Dusha, yeah. I've got mine ready to go. Oh, you all right. Well, this is from the from the man himself. Fucking hell. So this was in this was in a response to him posting an article that he had written about Jack Stevens, mm-hmm. saying that Steven shouldn't be allowed to play until he told everyone the circumstances around his um stabbing injury. Yeah, and all for right? anyone who missed this, again, uh Jack Stevens, an AFL player, uh Whilst in isolation, received a stab wound and was taken to hospital. Didn't press charges. Didn't tell the police what's happened. There's lots of speculation, rumours flying around. He's fine, but I'm of I'm of the firm belief that the club knows exactly what happened and they're satisfied with what happened. And I believe <laughs> the other day he was talking to detectives, but he's not pressing charges. Yeah. Okay. So Tom,
3: you've got a tweet there. Everyone, get ready. This is so- Tom Reed's third big scoop of the show. Huge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Barrett's had a- Barrett's written this. Barrett it's has a, written this absolute self of journalism. <laughs> this, ab- <laughs> self-scooping. Um, this absolute garbage. It's the worst hot take because that's all he's become. And I just wrote to him, uh, what happened to you that turned you from a reasonably decent journalist into someone so bitter? You're a pitiful joke with such a big chip on that shoulder that you've turned into someone who preys on vulnerable players. Pull your head in, be better. And I got blocked. Pitiful joke <laughs> probably did it. Yeah. Uh- but this is the thing, like, it's pretty soft. What did I respond? Oh, you wrote underneath it and wrote, this useless cunt has never been a reasonably good journalist. I <laughs> 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 oh, love it. I bloody love it. <laughs> but my whole thing was that the reason this got me so fired up is that he's got form for this kind of shit, like going after Tom Boyd, speculating constantly about whether Buddy Franklin actually had a mental health problem. He's yep. and But he used to be quite a respected journalist in, you know, is probably going back maybe three or four years, maybe a bit longer. Maybe a bit longer. Probably when he worked for the Herald Sun, weirdly. Well, when he wasn't working for the AFL, because he went a lot harder at the AFL. And he still does, but this this obsession he has, like here's the thing, all right? With the Jack Stephen thing, there is actually no benefit from Stephen, who bearing in mind took 12 months off football last year because of his own personal uh, mental health problems and issues that he was having around anxiety and depression and all that kind of stuff. So you've got a guy who has form for taking pot shots at players who are suffering from mental health. Um, As of 26 minutes ago, he's taken a pot shot at uh, Patrick Dangerfield. Oh, what a surprise. In regard to what? Uh, So it's a weird article, Sean, and one that Damien Barrett is absolutely uh, (coughs) famous for. The article, like what he's reporting on isn't necessarily negative towards Dangerfield, but the way that he's written it is like, Here's the yeah. facts, and they're very negative leaning. And if you're like, mm, Patrick Dangerfield's a piece of shit after reading this, then uh, it's out of my hands. Um, AFL players uh kind of protesting taking a pay cut because there's no crowds.
3: Okay. And okay. Uh,
2: yeah, he, he's put Dangerfield as the face of that because he's the head of the- He's the head of the AFL Players yeah. Association. Yeah. Whereas I know that Dangerfield's definitely taking a pay cut. I hate Damien Barrett so much.
3: So Sliding Doors, which, um, as we all know, is not real sliding doors. He doesn't understand the terminology. <laughs> it, it's back. Um, don't know why he came back a few weeks early. Kind of weird. I guess people were forgetting about him and he needed to put himself back out there. He does a thing for every team and, like, nearly all of oh. them are negative. Nearly all well, of them are the negative.
2: Thing. There's been no games played and about 13 of the 18 that he did were negative. He's a piece of
3: shit. If, boys, we hate negative reporting on footy because we're all about how good footy is. We yeah, bloody love it. It's the fucking name of the show. We wish the media would just tell positive stories. I just hate and, it. And this is the
2: thing. And this is the thing that it's the thing that infuriated me about this this whole thing with the Jack Stevens story. The question you've got to ask yourself, Damien Barrett, because we know you listen to our show because you're such a thin-skinned fuckwit, is that what, what benefit do you get from being... Do you get to enjoy riding around on the high horse that you broke this story about something that is actually no one's business if the club and the AFL have deemed that he's okay to play. Because really, it isn't any of anyone's business. It's, it's just, it's, it's a Boyd thing all over again. It's all the speculation about Buddy Franklin. It's all of that just gutter shithouse journalism where because he's so obsessed, he's, he's, his own sense of self is so tied up in his ego, he's so obsessed to be breaking the story first, he doesn't actually think about the collateral damage of what he's doing in his reporting. He's a piece of shit and he should retire.
3: The Geelong one is particularly uh, bad. Um, not as bad as his like his approach to Brisbane in the first two weeks of his sliding doors, where he has said literally the same thing and they've both been negative. But it's like Brisbane's a club that was shit for years, and then last year in the home and away season finished second. There's a wave of positivity about Brisbane, and he can't even start a year off being positive. All he can do is be like, oh, geez, Brisbane, if you count last year, Brisbane have lost their last four games. They better bloody win the next four. It's like, shut up, man. Let's be positive. Say something nice yep. about one of the players, or the fact that Fagan's doing a great job, or just anything. Clubs are losing so much money, and everyone's having a, a fucking shit time. And Damien Barrett just continues to take. Hey, do you reckon shots. Barrett's taking a pay cut? No, nah, he wouldn't. No way. God, God no. Fuck. I wish. You know, so many sports journalists lost their job, which is terrible. I wish Damien Barrett yep. lost his.
2: But look, look at all the ones that lost their job. It's all of the ones who were like really good, and it like starting to push through, and all of that crusted on. Fuckwittery of like your Tony Joneses and your Damien Barretts who were just wedged on like shit barnacles are still yeah. all there. Like all of the good ones who were new and exciting voices have like filtered away and it sucks so bad that that's such a great people point. who are good and oh yeah it's the fucking old guys. Rep- Sorry I yeah. disappeared there for a bit. I um was trying to fire off a tweet to Damien Barrett to try and uh, join the club but I didn't have anything. I need to wait for him to tweet something. To put a fire in my belly, because uh, yeah, at the moment, well, oh, it just it didn't feel sincere enough. He'd look at that and be like, "Yeah, no, you need to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to wait, you need to feel it from your gut, mate. Yeah. You and need to earn day, it." One
3: day, boys, one day on a future app, the three of us will put our minds together and we will get the How Good's Footy Twitter band as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck well, it. Just on the Dangerfield point too, there was a like, there was a great thing that he tweeted where Fox Footy put out a tweet um, because they've lost all their journalists. They've only got like a bunch of people there who are just doing like garbage reporting, mm-hmm. like clickbaity headline tweets, right? So they put out a tweet being like um, uh, basically implying that Dangerfield was was having a sook because he had to travel a lot. Um, you know, oh, well, he's got to travel to Melbourne a lot. So if he's going from Moggs Creek or if he's going into state, he's got to go from Moggs Creek to Geelong to wherever, back to like, you know. And then that was the, that was basically how the, the article was framed. And in the article, the quote from Dangerfield is, I don't care how far I have to travel. I'm just excited to be playing footy. There's a lot of people doing it a lot tougher. Like he literally says, I don't give a fuck. So they've put this story out and naturally all the comments because people love kicking Dangerfield because he's a good player or something um, and go after him pretty hard. And he's actually retweeted the article and was like, Oh, uh, look, thanks, Fox Footy. This is what I actually said, but no worries. Thanks for letting people kick me in the comments. That's really helpful. Like, So it clearly affects him. Fuck him. Fuck anyway. the negativity. We're How Good's Footy. Let's get back to good times because Footy's back. It, almost. Yeah, almost. Tom, How Good's Geelong's draw, mate?
3: What's going on there? Oh, mate, Geelong's oh, draw is clarify. A kiss. We-, we should clarify. They're going to be doing the fixture in, is it five-week blocks? So we know the yep. first 5 rounds of the season and then I think 2 or 3 weeks into this block they're going to announce the next 5 and so on. Yep. Just cuz things could change and- any day, that sort of stuff.
2: Correct, and that could be the restrictions ease which means, you know, South Australian teams can go back to South Australia, WA teams can go back home as well. Yep. Um so yeah. But now I'm I'm look, as a Geelong man, uh, I'm very happy because we have every game but one of the next 4 in Geelong. Uh, including playing Hawthorne down there, which will be juicy. <laughs> Our first game back is Friday night against the Hawks, so they've got to come down. I did like the Geelong Twitter and Instagram put out a thing with a map from Melbourne to Geelong, just saying there's a couple of people that might need this over the next couple of weeks, and I was like... Cheeky. Very cheeky. Very good. cheeky. Hey, I respect that. Um, and then the only game we have not in Geelong is uh, against Melbourne at the MCG. So uh- Yeah, we got Hawthorne, Carlton, Melbourne, Gold Coast, so... Pretty good draw. Tom, it's been- it should be 4-0 from those. It's been so long that I can't remember what happened in round one, which is rare, because uh, fucking hell. Uh, yeah. Anyway, did you win? I can't even remember. Uh, no, we lost to the Giants over there, but we were in it, and then the Giants kicked away in the last That's quarter. right. And uh, just to fill everyone in, Sean, Brisbane lost as well, didn't they?
3: Yeah, we were pretty flat against Hawthorne. I think we lost by four or five goals.
2: Yeah. and. Essendon beat- Again, I've forgotten. Yeah. And Essendon beat Freo just. By like- yes, Freo
3: came yes. back at you hard. Yes,
2: that's right. Uh, great game. I remember that much. I remember being excited and being like, oh, we're in it this year. And then this year didn't happen. But
3: now it's back. What's your, <laughs> What's your next four games, Joel?
2: So we got- <coughs> So the AFL have gone- Fucking hard for, uh, trying to get everyone, I guess, to watch footy on the TV because our next four (laughs) games are huge. So, all right. Uh, round two, we've got Sydney at the SCG. Scary. Sydney loved to beat us in the dying moments of a game. And, uh, yeah, look, playing Sydney, especially at the SCG, always a bit scary, but we do get it done every now and then. Then we've got Melbourne at the MCG big. Then we've got Carlton at the MCG, Beach. Saturday night game. And then we've got oh. Collingwood on Friday night, the following week. Ooh. so uh, That's big. That's a confident 4-0 uh, for me as well. Uh, so we'll be probably top of the ladder after round five. <laughs> <laughs> Undefeated. I'm hearing- That first win was very important. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to play Frio again. That's massive. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, oh no, you won't, no. No, that's what I mean. Oh man. So taking Frio out with a win, that's good. And if we like, if we beat Sydney and Collingwood, (laughs) look out finals. (laughs) I know that that's a huge call, but fucking hell. Also, uh, I've heard a few whispers that maybe there's a mustache and now with an added mullet, just uh, waiting on the sidelines, it might be good to go by round two or three now. What? I haven't heard that. Well, I haven't heard he's ready to go. I reckon I've
3: heard that they don't they don't have a a date on his return, which means we don't know what we're doing.
2: And I've heard that there is no chance he will be in Essendon next year, (laughs) but he'll be there this year. Tom,
3: isn't it true that he's already self isolating at his new home in Sydney?
2: (laughs) Well, that's good. Ready for round two. (laughs) Hey, is there is there the biggest? possibility that we're going to get our two favourite worlds colliding and that is the world of wrestling and the world of football where Essendon will be playing the Swans and like in the dying stages, Danaher's made it, he's got up, he's playing for Essendon, he takes a huge mark, 20 metres out, you're down by two points, he just got to go back and nail this, he's been kicking them all day and as he lines up, just as he goes to run in, he just turns around, rips off his Essendon jumper, Swans jumper underneath, he kicks it 50 metres in the other direction.
3: Fuck, uh, he could be like Joel Dugia at that music festival Bloody <laughs> hell
2: <laughs> uh, Yeah, actually, it's kind of like, I guess me and Jordana her are kindred spirits
3: <laughs> Was he at that festival?
2: Yeah, maybe it was him I was talking to I'm the reason that he left <laughs> He was like, he was having a good time He was like, right, the next person I talk to, whatever team they're barrack for That's the team I'm going to play for next year Or the year <laughs> after or whatever <laughs> No, I think what's probably more believable, guess- Tom, is Essendon's up by three points. Danaher takes a mark 20 meters out. He turns around, kicks a goal from 200 meters uh, the other way. Everyone's like, how do I- own goals? Own goals work in AFL. And then he takes off the shirt. They're like, oh, no, that's a goal then. And then Sydney win. <laughs> and then uh, former friend of the show, Gemma, who would be friend of the show until round two. And then it's a former so future former friend. Uh messages me <laughs> and I block her number and delete her from Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for Footy to be back. Uh oh, it's gonna be good. Uh what about you, Sean? You happy with uh, the way the drawers
3: penned out for your boys? Well I uh I just fired up the AFL app on my phone for the first time in about ten weeks and went to the fixture and realized that it has not updated, so it's still
2: the old fixture.
3: <laughs> um so I don't even know. I know that no, we've got four games be, at the it, Gabba.
2: It should be updated.
3: <laughs> um, I think mine's just not updated. I don't know what's happened, mate. But we've got four we'll, at we'll, the Gabba. We'll help you out, buddy. And they are a combination of Adelaide, Port Adelaide, West Coast, and Fremantle. I believe Fremantle's up first.
2: Yeah, you got Fremantle, West Coast, um, Adelaide, yep. and then I guess Port Adelaide. Yeah,
3: I'm assuming they're holding off on the Gold Coast versus Brisbane because I did hear originally they wanted to leave like the showdown ones till later in the year when there could be crowds. Yeah. To generate some yep. money. That doesn't make as much sense for Brisbane versus Gold Coast, because that would be one of our smaller turnouts in the crowd, I think. Like Brisbane would get more people turn up At to a home game or- where we're hosting yep. Collingwood or
2: Richmond or Hawthorne or something like that, you know? Does Brisbane versus so That's a bit weird. I don't know. Does Brisbane versus Port Adelaide pull in a big crowd because of the uh I guess rivalry? Just a standard crowd, I think. Yeah, yeah. Or is yeah? Because with I Bri- mean,
3: you might get a few extra people turn up to the hopes of like glimpsing Vossy run back out onto the Gabba.
2: <laughs> Same situation <laughs> as Joe Dinova. Yeah, everyone's just like crossing their fingers, hoping that Vossy defects. <laughs> uh, if anything, when when uh, Brisbane play Port Adelaide at the Gabba, uh, everyone's just like sitting about fifty-five meters out from the goal, just hoping that part of the ground is just <laughs> packed. <laughs> I love
3: that. Um, it's good to have four at the Gabba. Mm. I think, like on on paper, most people would be like, "Oh, should be a really good chance to win four. Just without a crowd and stuff, you just never know. Yeah, and Brisbane's such a young, they such a young team that I don't know, like what the mindset of the young guys are who have had like this big break in continuity. So you never know. And yeah. I'm also very worried that if we're so front loaded with Gabba games now. What's the travel situation going to be like later in the season? That's my concern.
2: Oh yeah, you're probably in trouble. I would imagine.
3: Like inevitably, Brisbane might have to do like five weeks in Melbourne or some shit. So who knows? My my older brother, is basically given up on the year. Oof. He's oh. just like it's just gonna be too hard. He thinks it's too hard for an interstate team to win the premiership this year. Now,
2: do you know do you know who I reckon has a huge chance of winning because of the attitude they've shown throughout this whole shutdown? West Coast. West Coast. Coast. They have said from the outset, we do not give a shit. We'll play anywhere.
3: No, but Tom, can I qualify that? I still think West Coast are a huge chance because inevitably Western Australia is going to be open for footy again. And so, see, Brisbane aren't moving anywhere. Brisbane are just staying at home in the first four weeks. So the AFL will look at that from the fixture and be like, oh, yeah, Brisbane have been at home. Let's get them on the road now. West Coast, they're already away from home, but like a home away from home because they're going to be set up as Queensland is their base. And then, like, it's not inconceivable but that, that the last six rounds of the year, West Coast are just in at Optus Stadium for, like, the last six weeks. Yep. I don't think
2: Brisbane are going to get that same advantage, if you will. Sean, what about... No, I think because they, they've even said they've been rewarded already with these four games, as in Brisbane, the club. But, Sean, counterpoint. Mm. Yep. Being 4-1 in a season where there's 17 games... Puts you in a pretty good spot regardless of how fucked the rest of the year is. Yeah, I know, but like it's not a
3: given that, like, West Coast are one of the best teams. They could easily beat us at the Gabba. I, the Gabba's not as anywhere near as much of a fortress when there's no crowd. And I think that'll be the same for any home team. Maybe Geelong is different just because the dement, like, the ground there is so unique.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's their dimensions and the way the breeze is weird. Like, yeah. Tom Stewart was interviewed and said that even if they don't have the crowd there, he's like, we still have a pretty solid advantage because we can push teams quite to the corners of that ground. But the only thing I'm worried about is Geelong are the kind of team where there'll be all these articles and everyone will be talking about, oh, they're going to beat Hawthorne in the round two because they're playing Hawthorne at home. And Clarkson is the kind of coach who would be that fucking Clarko that Hawthorne would beat Geelong on their home deck because they're Hawthorne.
3: Yeah. I think the whole season's just tipped on its head. Like,
2: yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's wild. It's <laughs> wild. The Gabba was a fortress
3: Sean. last year. Who knows? Brisbane could lose all four
2: games. Sean, like you just don't, you just don't know. I cannot understate that twenty twenty AFL season is well and truly cunted. It is yeah. fucked beyond recognition. But I'm yep. optimistic because do you know what team plays well when things are just fucked up? Essendon. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it would be, <laughs> uh, one of my friends actually messaged me this earlier, like a couple of weeks ago, and he said it would be very, very on brand for Essendon to come through, just clean up this season, and then as we approach finals, it get released that, like, five of our key players were breaking social isolation, and then we get removed from finals. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole team has COVID. <laughs> <laughs> There's an outbreak at Windy Hill and they just lock everything down. Um, But yeah, like, no crowds don't really bother me because it seems- Like, players like Jake Stringer, they thrive more on being annoying than- uh, They thrive more on the boos than the cheers. And knowing that the only people on the ground are going to be the opponents trying to get in their ear. No problem. I mean, we saw what he did to Nat 5. (laughs) With no crowd, he can do whatever he wants as long as the cameras aren't watching.
3: (laughs) There's going to be more cameras Tom, I'm going to ask you this because you've got all the scoops this week. Yep. Um, do you yep. think there's going to be canned crowd noise? Yes, there will be. 100%, 100% that. Is, that a, is that a fact? Is that a fact or a, or a maybe?
2: Yeah, uh, I read it on Twitter like literally <laughs> about an <Twitter>. hour ago. <sighs> I don't know, from like 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 the news, so like Fox footy or someone like that. Um, Tom I, Morris. I heard,
3: I heard a bit of it on like I watched 20 seconds of the NRL highlights and I saw it and I didn't hate okay? it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've lost some brain cells, but I'm okay.
2: Um, oh, no, can we, can we talk about how the NRL had yes. like standing crowd people, the cardboard cutouts oh, in the crowd, and one of the faces was the faces of one of the most notorious serial killers in oh, Australian mate. history. That's wild. It's fucked, isn't it? Like, imagine being like, oh, yeah, we will just put together some random faces from, I don't know, just Google face. And, yep, there he was. No,
3: no, people submitted it. Someone, like, you can submit your face, and they just didn't check it. Yeah, someone submitted Oh, that's it so good. Like That's fans, even better. And they're doing it in the AFL, too. Fans can, like, members can send in. I think you pay 20 bucks or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, me and my brother have talked about we'd love to do a Brisbane one. We've got this Collingwood mate who fucking hates Brisbane, and we might just, like, get a photo of him and send him up and put him in the Brisbane crowd in a Brisbane jumper just to piss him off.
2: That's pretty good. We should submit the How Goods Footy logo as a face. We might just, could we submit one that's just oh. Warwick Capper? Oh, it's good. That's even better. Or can we Can we somehow send you know a what? beanie, a How, Goods, yeah. a How Goods Footy beanie, to Warwick Capper and be like, hey, Cap, here's 50 bucks. Can you take a photo? I don't know. He'd be on one of them, like, messenger, you know, those video Tom, bloody sites. Photoshop. Photoshop it. Hey, good. Tom. Warwick Kappa. No, I also want a video of Kappa wearing our hat. Warwick Kappa <laughs> is on Cameo, Tom. Oh, that's what I mean. We can get Warwick Kappa's on Cameo. Of course, he's on Cameo. Why are you surprised by this? Of course. Oh. Well, probably charges. Probably charges
3: the most of anyone on there.
2: Uh, I, <laughs> I, I reckon he'll be a fifty. bucket. looking job. it up. Reckon fifty.
3: Uh, I'm gonna go seventy.
2: Oh, this is big. Because all we need to do is then, with the Cameo, just take a screenshot and submit that. I mean, you could just Google (laughs) Warwick Kappa face, but... I think we should reach
3: out to Kappa anyway on Cameo and just get him to say how good's footy.
2: 80 bucks! 80. Oh, 80 bucks! Is that 80 US? Yeah, I guess it would be. (sighs) Uh, Can I please just describe to you his bio as to what he is? (laughs) Yep. Uh, Warwick Richard Kappa, Aussie Rules, Swans, Hall of Famer, 100-goal, full-forward, TV megastar, entertainer, DJ King, TV reality star. The best part of that is- No punctuation. DJ King and megastar entertainer. (laughs) Typically responds in six hours. Kappa, sleep. (laughs) He's only got two reviews, but they're both five stars. Oh, man.
3: Is there any money in the How Goods footy kitty? <laughs> like, he, uh, Kappa, I want one minute of you screaming, "How good's footy?"
2: And your um, own name, <laughs> <laughs> just alternating. How good's Kappa? That's it. Yeah. If uh, How good's footy ever, I don't know. I read a local footy game one day, and a player kicks a ball out of bounds on the full, and it somehow kills all three of us simultaneously, and you're missing that How good's footy fix. Just head to Cameo. Pay eighty bucks to Warwick Kappa to say how good's footy Kappa, and then you get the full fucking experience. <laughs> Listen to it as much as you want. <laughs> oh, oh boy, that's that's lifted my spirits. Lifted my spirits. So, just before we go into the next segment of the show, also fucking hell, Warwick Kappa's middle name's Richard Dick. It's good. His first name's Warwick. Warwick Dick Kappa. <laughs> Dick Kappa. <laughs> Dick Kappa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Dicky Capper.
3: I reckon his dad's name was Richard. Big
2: Dick Capper. <laughs> Dick Capper. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Um, right, so I know that we just went through it, but uh, just quick summary. How are you feeling about the season, Sean? I need footy to
3: start again, and I need to fall in love again. I'm a little bit dispirited at the moment. It's just been gone too long, and I'm just worried about... Um, I don't know. I'm worried about what the season's going to look like. We just, because, I I mean, we don't know beyond four weeks. Yeah. So good luck if- to Brisbane. Um, I haven't had a haircut in a very long time, and I'm still expecting to shave my head.
2: Yep. Yep. In um, October.
3: Is that the grand final date, Tom? Can you confirm that?
2: No. Tom, when's the uh, nighttime grand final at <laughs> Telstra Dome? We're going back in time. <laughs> I'm not, shut that. Fuck off.
3: It's at Waverley <laughs> Park. Yeah,
2: Tom? Yeah. Uh, Victoria Park. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah and it's locked in it's locked in uh, it's a GMHBA uh, boys <laughs> so Sean it sounds like uh, you're, tr- you're treating this that you- you've returned like the footy returning kind of like a long distance relationship where it's been six months your partner's coming back you've spoken to them and you know they're coming back but you're just worried that maybe the connection is not going to be there anymore <laughs> but <laughs> yeah Sean the moment you lay eyes on footy again you'll be like no this is good I remember what this felt like. I'm so happy. That first motorbike (laughs) rev will kill you. Oh! (laughs) I haven't high-fived a wall in a really long time. I'm worried about the strength in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) The wall's missed you, mate. The wall's missed you. Yeah. Uh, All the blood in your body is going to rush to your hands and to your dick the moment that the motorbike (laughs) is revved.
3: (laughs) I might die the minute Charlie (laughs) kicks a goal.
2: (laughs) The moment fucking Charlie gets a touch. Fucking hell. Oh, man. And I think also- the moment I
3: turn the TV on, and Charlie's
2: just on screen, I'll just die.
1: <laughs> there's two and things this- that'll
2: kill you. It's either going to be Charlie Cameron kicking the first goal, or Robbo just flattening somebody in the opening minute. Oh, I tell you what, boys, I'm actually excited again now. It's I'm I'm back. I think also- I'm back. Sean, can Fuck. you confirm? Is this the first time you'll be watching? Oh wait, no. Of course. Uh, I was going to ask. Is this the first time you'll be watching Charlie Cameron play with Charlie Cameron Junior sitting on the couch next to you?
3: Yeah, I think it will be. I oh i think no i think he was around in round one because i remember yeah. take i remember going for an angry walk with him after oh uh,
2: that's right yeah yeah and yeah, he yeah. was
3: furious he was spitting at everyone who tried to pat him and yeah yeah no yeah. that's fair
2: enough makes sense fucking legend all no, right
3: but that reminds me i do need to get him i need i do need to get him a little brisbane lions jumper
2: yep yeah, so i've got um
3: under two weeks to make that happen
2: that's no, all right you'll be able to get it. you'll get it done and tom oh, yeah. how, how are you feeling overall yeah, look, feeling pretty good. The The fact that we get a few games at Geelong is nice. And the players that we were missing in round one with, who weren't 100% and now have had time to train and do all that. Mm. So, um, yeah, it'll be good. Uh, I'm just looking forward. I tell you what, I just want to send the little master off in style. His last yep. season, yep. I was worried we weren't going to get another show out of him. And he played very good in round one. And like, the big thing is, like, Selwood and Duncan, I didn't think had full pre-seasons. And... They've now been able to effectively have another preseason. So it's good. Good I'm, sign. I'm excited. Yep. Bring on the hawks. And uh my plans is pretty much just to buy a slab, drink it all, die, and play this at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh so yeah, I'm pretty excited about footy coming back and yeah, just just should be good. <laughs> oh, all right. oh boy. We're all pumped. Hey, uh, Dusha. Yes, Tom. It's gotta, gotta ask you something real quick. Yes. I don't look I thought I hated the screaming but I think I hated whatever you just did way more. Yeah, uh, we've good. got it was like a Charlie Cameron
3: it was like a Charlie Cameron goal
2: exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've am yeah, a- now only asking you if we have emails by doing ASMR Yeah, well I hope our <laughs> listeners enjoyed it Because I sure fucking didn't <sighs> We got a lot of emails uh, Mostly because last episode, six weeks ago We put a call out for our uh, good episode ideas And then we didn't do any of them So, hey, thanks for your yeah. emails We, You are great We are the cunts in this situation But I'm going to go through a few Just, like, I don't know Maybe Maybe there's something there that'll spark joy within us And we can tackle it right now so, first email is from Joe. Boys, okay, my new footy-related project this quarantine is to try and get my dad into footy. I've started by just casually showing him great mark compilations, because I know that will draw him in. It's been going good so far. On the AFL hub, I don't know if we can call it a good idea, but it is wild, so I want it to happen. This email is from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that's probably worth noting. And yep. the AFL hub, I guess, is somewhat sort of happening in Queensland. So, it, And it, look, full disclosure, it is fucking insane. Like, <laughs> this is bi- It is big. Uh, and I don't want to. It's cooked. It's We're going to normalize it a little bit, I guess, in the next couple of rounds. It'll feel right. But the history books will show. It's not normal. 2020 not normal. will be underlined and it'll just say fucked. <laughs> of the AFL hubs, I don't know if I can call it a good idea, but it, it, it is wild. And I so want that to happen. My sleep schedule is already all over the place. So now I won't be able to ruin it watching sports on the other side of the world live. Let's do it. So, Joe, uh, an overseas listener. Obviously, they struggle to watch the games live, usually. Or they don't struggle and the rest of their life suffers as a consequence. But now, sleeping schedule, it's all fucked. Uh, so, Joe's <laughs> fired up. I'm fired up. Keep up the great work. And thanks to the content, sans footy being played. Joe, it feels kind of rude for me to read a congratu- congratulatory message about us keeping up the content when we literally just vanished <laughs> for six weeks. But no problem, Joe. Yeah, Joe, we're, we're sorry. time, But we're back now. We're back. Oh. Joe's included an interesting PS. I do have way too much Ooh. time on my hands. Come at me on Twitter with footy and non footy art commissions or suggestions, please, dear people. At struggling Ooh. at art. So, yeah, okay. track Joe down. Do that. If you want, if you want some art commissions, hit Joe up. This email is just subject how good's footy, and it's from frequent email uh, special K, Carmichael Hunt. He's back. Oh. Howdy, footy professors. Bloody marvellous to have you back again. Feels very rich for me to say that, <laughs> considering we disappeared again. And while I love Gemma and her network, Whoa. Oh, Sean, I feel like this one is good. Just this sentence, I feel like, whilst it's addressed to all of us, is just for you. Bloody marvellous oh, to had have me you back. Special K. <laughs> and while I love Gemma and her network, it is good to see a return of the word cunt. <laughs> <laughs>
3: ah uh, yep
2: agreed now Sean the second half the email comes hard <laughs> oh no now I'm not here f- to talk footy because I've only watched Jed Adcock highlights for the last month and my brain is mush <laughs> I'm here to talk sauce I, just- I feel terrible turning on a fellow <laughs> Brisbane supporter but fuck me Carno, lift <laughs> have a read of the back of your precious dolmio jar sauce too many bullshit ingredients grab some tomatoes olive oil herbs And some garlic to throw that bad boy in the oven and bake it until she's a little dark on top. Give it a mash up and there there. An easy, decent pasta sauce. Stop it with this jar shit. You're better than that. Rant over. Love you boys. (laughs) How good's (laughs) footy (laughs) footy Carmichael Hunt.
3: Didn't I didn't I talk about the sauce I made in the last episode? Yes.
2: Yes, you did, but you still qualified that it was no difference between dolmio and your homemade shit, which <laughs> nah, means there was you're a little
3: there was a small fucked. difference, but um not worth the two hours or three hours that went into it.
2: Yeah. You uh, don't need to take that long. That that nah, recipe that Carmichael has good. just given you, that is that is a thirty minute recipe if that mate.
3: Well, it's still thirty minutes, isn't it, Tom? No, nah, I respect I respect um Kay's uh <laughs> advice there. Yeah, Always. I'll cop that. Yeah. All
2: right. I'm a fuckwit. <laughs> 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 All right. Next email is from Brandon. Uh, <coughs> again, a uh, bit of a disclaimer. We get praised for something that we didn't do in this, and I'm absolutely going to read it because I get the serotonin boost. You put it in our inbox. I'm going to read it. <laughs> Lads. That is, un. what is it? Un- undeserved serotonin. Yeah. Look, I've gotten serotonin in many a ways in my times, Tom. And this one's one of the more healthy ways. It was great to hear your voices this week. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sorry, Brandon. Well, when Brandon's hearing us say that, this week is this current episode we're recording right now. So, hey, it's factually accurate. As accurate as it was on the 4th of May when this email was sent. (laughs) A month ago. Oh. Man, I miss footy. All sports, really. Hockey playoffs should be going on right now, a month ago. It's tough to be a Canadian these days. I was feeling desperate for some footy content, so I jumped back to my favorite podcast of all time, Movie Maintenance. Disclaimer, uh, before we go into this, Brandon, interesting choice. You've gone for the one show that uh, I am not in, uh, out of all three of us. (laughs) And also that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, Sorry Brendan, uh, maybe keep up with the times And maybe listen to a podcast that I'm also in I mean I guess you listen to this But maybe pick another one, I mean Plumbing the Death Star I don't know if you've heard of it, uh, it's, it's a pretty big deal Tom's Sons of the West pitch Regularly gives me goosebumps And his Quidditch World Cup movie pitch might be my favourite podcast episode of all time Wow uh, Again, oh. How Goods Footy has some very good episodes uh, Surely one of those is Pipped the Quidditch World Cup That episode's really old oh, uh, this is- No way mate, have you heard that? That's gold <laughs> Solid oh, it's, gold. It's pretty good. JK Rowling should quit Harry Potter and just hand the rights over to me. Yeah, so sir- <laughs> I'm not that big of a fuckhead, so <laughs> My review of that episode is I have heard it, don't remember it. Oh <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> nah, it's good. It's Look Taika Waititi in it. Mate, if that if that movie existed, you would drop a five on it on Letterboxd in a heartbeat. Uh- Ooh. Ooh. Hey, there's a flying V. Oh fuck. <laughs> I've basically made the Mighty Ducks, except they're Australian and they ride on broomsticks. So if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Tom and Sean used to be part of a podcast called Movie Maintenance, where they would pitch or fix movie ideas. It ended a couple of years ago, but the episodes are still there. Sons of the West, the pitch from that is actually what caused us to do this show. So if you haven't heard that episode, it's worth tracking down. It was a good episode. Very good. And apparently this Quidditch World Cup one is great as well. I love the Mighty Ducks. And if Tom has just committed plagiarism, that's probably worth a listen. (laughs) (laughs) Now, they call it a boomerang. It's not a flying V. Shut up. (laughs) So I was thinking, because you were all regulars of movie maintenance, again, that should have an asterisk because I wasn't, but that's fine. Why don't you each pitch a movie about your favorite footy, footy team, moment, game, or season? It would be a cool way us listeners could hear more about the history of the sport and get as close to the footy as we can these days. Just a thought. Again, uh, you're getting some footy really soon, Brendan. Don't worry about it. Uh, these days, I mean, the game's starting in like a week. Uh, Hope you're healthy. I'm working on the farm, so I'm staying relatively isolated, but still trying to keep the footy spirit alive. Cheers, Brandon. That actually is a pretty interesting idea. Obviously, we can't promise to do that now. Footy starts in two weeks or one week when you're hearing this. Um, But hey, if there's a gap in the season, maybe there's something we can do. Uh, Sean has done a yellow and black pitch, a pitch about uh, Richmond winning the grand final. Sean, how do you feel about that now?
3: Oh, I... I can tell you how I felt about it at the time. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being in the recording and being like, oh man, I just why I hate Richmond. What am I doing? <laughs> no, I don't really I I would honestly recommend not listening to that episode. I think it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> Sons of the West is like a five star ripper. It's one of the best movie maintenance apps we ever you know we ever did. But um no the yellow and black ones shit house. I- ignore that. Well, you can always listen to Sons of the West. That's just my. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Sons of the West is awesome. Check that out for sure. Because that's Uh, that's, that's where this all started.
2: Yeah. um, So obviously movie maintenance ended a couple of years ago. We actually do have two other movie shows that you guys are involved in where you're talking about movies. Uh, I'm in one of them, but that one's behind a paywall, so we won't plug that one too heavily. It is called iCramps, It's available on Sandspence Plus. It's a $10 tier. That's all I'll say. But guys, you have a new show called Scaredy Boys. Correct. It's- It's Yes, good. that
3: is correct. Um, it's maybe good to listen to, hopefully. It's it's an ordeal for us because Tom and I are cowards and we have to watch horror films along with our pal Damo, who was also on Movie Maintenance. It's, it's, Tom, it's been scary. It's,
2: It's been tough. My sleep cycles are fucked because of the movies I've had to put myself through. But basically, it's a show where we watch scary movies, so you don't have to. The listeners will be able to tell this was not a planned plug because of how dog shit that was. So, well done, boys. (laughs) Really natural flow of the episode. So, what's the premise? Are you going to cover that, or are you just going to... No, that is the premise, mate.
3: We watch movies, so you don't have to. No, it's three cowards watching scary movies and discussing them and basically discussing what choices we would make if we were the characters and how we would survive, which is normally we wouldn't. Um, yeah. It's a lot of fun to do. It's it's a shorter It's fun podcast. to record.
2: <laughs> it's bad to watch. I don't like watching the movies. Oh, yeah. It's an odd. Oh, bloody hell.
3: Well, luckily, we've, we've watched quite a few of them together. But um, this whole coronavirus has kind of killed that. So it's been tough watching some lately alone.
2: And if you're hearing little barks in the background, that is Charlie Cameron Jr. in the flesh. Always good to hear from him.
3: It's unacceptable. I'm sorry. Wait until (laughs) later when I give him a bloody big cuddle.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Next email. And this is maybe the most detailed and well thought out email we've ever gotten. But again, it is a lot of very good and very clever ideas that we probably should have done in isolation. But have done none of. This is both us acknowledging this lovely email that's like it's got dot points, that's a numbered list. Uh, so this is from longtime friend of the show Becca, one of the Mountain sisters that has emailed us in before. Still the greatest surname in the history of surnames. Oh yeah, Becca Mountain, great name. A, kind of like a Hall of Famer name. It's it's good. It's powerful. Yep. <laughs> hi footy professors. Thank you for the most recent episode of How Good's Footy. Becca, clever, doesn't say last week's. You can almost sense that she knew we were about to let her down. she knew. (laughs) (laughs) She's listened to the Um, show long enough to know that we are a bunch of idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're a long-time listener of How Goods Footy, and, like, all of a sudden there's no episode for a week, and then it's just revealed I fucking died at a music festival or something, no one's going to be shocked. It's just just how How Goods Footy is. (laughs) Sometimes I roll into the studio, and my voice is like, Hey, boys! And sometimes Tom's, I don't know, Spreading hot rumors that are getting him fired from work. Hey, I've never done that ever. Oh, I totally forgot that you're fired, Tom. Oh, man. Well, it, this is we're kind of in like a bit of a flux of a moment because when people are listening to this, Tom would have been fired. But while we're recording it, he hasn't been fired because his episode still hasn't been released yet. So, yeah, there's going to be a sweet period uh, between this right now and when you're hearing me say this uh, where Tom has a job. But if you're hearing me say this, he absolutely doesn't. Uh, he might even be in jail for spreading <laughs> such lies. Misinformation. jail for slander. Yeah. Tonight's <laughs> the
3: last supper, Tom.
2: Better have a, better have a roast. Over the, la- <laughs> <laughs> Over the past few months, I've gotten into the habit of taking my dog to the park on Thursday mornings to play fetch and listen to your recount this week's footy updates. And I've missed that terribly, as is my dog, who doesn't understand why we're going on boring walks rather than on fun park expeditions. So, to encourage future episodes to get us all through this trying time, my sister Jamie and I, the Mountain Sisters, as previously discussed, have compiled a list of topics and ideas for you. And let me tell you, listeners, these are some of the best ideas I've ever seen for podcasts. Far better than anything we would have come to- We're going to absolutely, definitely use some of these during the off-season, right? Look, uh, absolutely. I mean- Maybe even as segments. Uh, so some of them are full episode ideas. I won't list them all because I know what will happen. People will realize that what, like, the content we're creating is actually significantly worse than our potential. But <laughs> some of the ideas that Becca has pitched, uh, full episode ideas, some of them would be, like, good segment things to touch in on. So uh, we'll credit you, Becca, when we inevitably steal this stuff. But, yeah, stuff like... um, We won't. No, you know what? No, we. hey. Look, we mightn't. <laughs> no, <Nah>, we will. <laughs> nah, we will. Can't disrespect anyway, the Mountain so Sisters. After her incredibly detailed long email full of full full of good ideas, <clears throat> she signs off with Please help us keep the dream of footy alive. We love it, even over here in Atlanta, and we love you too. Hugs and kisses from a safe six feet away. Becca and Jamie and Beamer the dog. Home of the tall boys. Greatest footy team in America. <laughs> P.S. Because we're all socially isolated and depressed. Find attached a video and photo of my dog, as well as a video of Jamie and I at Ikea back in the days where we were allowed to go to Ikea. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, their videos are just for us, but hey, she's letting us know something fucking crazy is going on outside my house. Can you guys hear the sirens? I can hear, well, we live, Dusha and I live reasonably close to one another, so I can hear the sirens as well. Some Something's going off its head. They found you, and I'm about to get arrested for breaking some news that I shouldn't have. (laughs) Anyway, next email. Brandon, two weeks later, after we'd let him down, and he realized that he wasn't (laughs) getting the content he asked for. Hey, guys. At this point, I'm desperately missing footy, but I'm hearing it should be back in a month or so. I guess I can hold out for one more month, especially since hockey probably won't be back until October. I've seen our good friend Garlic Breath Ross Lyon has a footy show this year where he's off the chains and is saying it like it is. Have you given it a listen? Don't know if I would want to give him an official platform if I was the AFL. I'm still farming. I've been on the tractor 15 hours a day for the past week. Been absolutely plowing through movie maintenance back catalogue. Might go back. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell, Brandon. Didn't you hear what I just said? Uh, (laughs) Might go back in the Haggards footy archives once that's done. I'm still waiting on that phone call. Even with the time change, you have over a 50% chance of catching me just saying. Have a good one. Hope you're safe. Brandon, who again has attached his email uh, his email address and his phone number as his signature to this. Brandon, it is irresponsible to be giving us your phone number like that. Yeah, I've just signed you up for a whole bunch of things that you don't want to be signed up for. Text message services. Uh, advice on how to drive a tractor properly. 15 hours in a tractor is a really long time. That only leaves- that You know what though? Nine he, he hours. Was of- he was hoping he was going to get some footy content for when he's driving his tractor, and we've just absolutely fucked him on that. <laughs> He was like, 15 hours, that's easy. I can listen to how good's footy 15 times uh, a day, but instead zero times a day because no new episodes because we are absolute dogs. Last email for this week's episode. And look, this time there's footy the following week. So like, we'll be back because we have to give you a match preview. So like, we're back for good for now. So we're sorry about the six weeks of just radio silence. Last email of this episode though. This is from Hannah. Boys, long time listener. I have a question. I was wondering if you could explain all of the footy positions. What do they all do? Where are they on the field? What makes a good one? And who, in each of your opinions, is the best player to play in each position? Oh, I have a vague idea about forwards and pockets and stuff, but it's very different from the more rigid and fixed soccer positions I grew up playing and understanding in the UK. Thanks, and keep up the good work. Cannot wait for footy to restart. This might be North's year. We always lose steam halfway through a season, so playing only half a season might be perfect for us. Cheers, Hannah. <laughs> Yeah, Hannah, so you're going to have a lot of competition uh, from Essendon, who love to do the fadeaway, or the reverse- Oh, fuck. Oh, no, I've just realised. No, you love the reverse fade. Fuck, the freight train's going to start way too late in the season. We're going to lose fucking ten games in a row and then be undefeated for the rest. But it'll be too late. (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) So- that is a big question, Hannah. And you did say, I kind of skipped over it, but you did say it was an episode idea. But I reckon we could probably cover it now pretty quickly. Um, We won't pick the perfect player for every position because we'll be here all day just saying names. We will. But the positions on an AFL uh, grounds, uh, not as rigid, as rigid as they used to be because now uh, players man up, which is just something that we never really did. The forwards uh, play in the attacking half of the ground. like They're the ones that kick the goals. The back is defense in the equivalent of soccer or something like that. No, no, no. Let me jump in because you've annoyed me with your forwards <laughs> thing. So your forward's broken into two sections. You've got your full forward, your two forward pockets, right, who are usually small, faster, nimble players, and then your yep. center half forwards who roam a bit further up the ground, right? Yep.
3: Traditionally, you would have two, two like big guys in your forward line, maybe yep. three, and then yep. the
2: other three or four would be smaller, speedier guys. <laughs> or a resting midfielder, that kind of thing.
3: Or, yep. or arresting ruckman or you know yep,
2: yep. and uh, your uh, back Sarah- line yep sorry Dusha, continue no 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 uh, I'm you sorry. go you have a total handle on this I have drank two coffees just before recording this and I'm off the chain uh, my brain's barely working but I'm firing on all cylinders so please be my guest well so the back line mirrors the forward line and you have a full back uh back two back pockets and then the the center half back line and the the back flank so sort of your back, your your two key <laughs> positions, so your center half back and your full back are usually like your two bigger guys. Again, back pockets are usually smaller um, for those smaller forwards who are down there. And then your back flankers don't really play super defensive. They're a lot more attacking, uh, rebounding the ball out of the back half. Um, often they've got very big kicks or a quick off a couple of steps in your your sort of your half back type role. That's pretty right, isn't it? Yeah. Then there's the midfield, uh, which is pretty self-explanatory. They play in the middle of the ground. But unlike soccer, because obviously there's no offside rule in AFL, players move around a lot more. But with the new rule that we've spoken about a bunch, there's zoning. So anytime there's a ball up, well, a center bounce, you have to have six players in the back line, six players in the middle, and six players in the forward. Correct. The Rockman is the person who jumps up in the center bounces. Usually massive guys. Some
3: teams, have, some teams have a tall, all the Ruckman are tall, obviously. Mm. Some of them are just like, I guess, lumbering idiots who just smash it forward, whereas you've got your other, you've got your Grundies who are like an extra midfielder. Yeah, will have yeah. like 20 plus touches a game and yeah. Uh, a rover. Um, I mean, really, the job is to rove the Ruckman. So the Ruckman taps it down and they've got to read the play and- And run. They're usually quick, um, strong.
2: Clever. Yeah. Clever. Traditionally, they used to be smaller players too, but these days a lot of like Rovers and Ruck Rovers in that center role are like 6'4", 6'5", and would, in the olden days, be playing at full forward. So guys like Bonson Pelly, Nat 5, Dangerfield, Paddy Cripps, they're all Rovers, but they're enormous. Tom, do you reckon it's because... Rovers are now uh, throwing things like Don't Argue's into their uh, repertoire. Oh, they've always done that. Lee Matthews <laughs> was a, would have loved a Don't Argue. Oh, he never hit anyone in his life. <laughs> hey. Hey. Oh. Oh. He was the only player to go to the Supreme Court for hitting somebody. <laughs> got,
3: got charged with assault. Did. <laughs> yeah. On a footy field. Powerful. Insane. Yeah, but on your top on your thing, Tom, of you know, you got your fife and your <clears throat> and your bond who are quite tall. Like probably even you know, twenty years ago you had Libba Senior, who was like one of the shortest men in the game, and he would have been
2: in the midfield. He's basically three foot yeah. ten. Yeah. And all angry. Oh yeah. Kind of like uh if you've seen the movie Inside Out, the angry guy, that's pretty much Libba. But leaner. <laughs> yeah. Not much leaner. <laughs> the man with a chicken nugget. So in the current game, uh, who do you reckon is like, like a like a key key position player that's probably like the perfect person for that position, just to help Hannah out, um, like the most typical version of that position. Well, like I guess someone like a, a Harris Andrews at a fullback or yeah. Blitzarves. Oh, no, but no, nah, Blitzarves isn't because no, he plays off his man.
3: Blitzarves is like a hybrid. He's sort of like yeah. a newer sort of oh, player. Oh, from Harris in, Andrews is a good call.
2: Hannerberg's from North Melbourne, so I guess Ben Brown is a very, very, very typical full forward. He's he is. He's the perfect key forward. He can play in the ruck and he can kick goals as well. Yeah. Oh, and Tarrant down the other end at their fullback was is your like typical fullback. He's a lockdown defender. Not really. He's not like flamboyant. A, he's just no, gets the job done every gets, week. Sort of gets player. it done. And yeah, so a smaller ruck rover would be someone like Ben Cunnington an inside player who is a bit smaller and stronger through the body, loves dropping elbows into people's faces. Yeah. And a huge fucking dog, uh, which again is kind of vital to being a Rover these days. (laughs) All right. Well, Tom, if people want to email us and uh, if they want to send nice, like undeserved praise again, because that was nice going through our inbox and everyone's like, thank you so much. Yeah. You guys, you've, you've really helped us out. And just, like, it's helped me feel more confident about just blowing the cobwebs out after not recording this podcast for, like, five weeks. I don't know about you, yeah, boys. Thanks, if you I'm feeling good. Yeah. It feels good. We're the real heroes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to send us an email letting us know that we are the real heroes, you can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter uh, at howgoodsfooty or individually, I'm at Awkward treat. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Douche13, D-U-S-C-H-1-3. If you just want to include like the subject being like healthcare workers and how good's footy, the real heroes, that's... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fuck. <laughs>